Hey everybody, Stefan Molyneux from Free Domain. Hope you're doing well. So this is just a little post-Canadian 2019 election wrap-up. Of course, as I'm sure you've heard, the Liberals under Justin Trudeau have held on to just enough seats in Quebec, in Ontario, and in Atlantic Canada to secure a minority government. The um, seats are as follows. Liberal 156, which is 14 short of what they needed for a majority government. The Conservatives got 121, the Bloc Québécois 32, the NDP 24, the Greens 3, Independence 1, and People's Party of Canada got 0, and Maxime Bernier even lost his seat. Now, the Conservatives won the popular vote. Just a north of 6.1 million Canadians voted Conservative versus a shade of 5.9 million who voted liberal and out in the prairies in Alberta, sometimes called the Texas of Canada, the result was even more stark. Conservative turnout was enormously high. Support was very high. In Alberta, the Conservatives won almost 70% of the popular vote. The Liberals got only 14%. And in Saskatchewan, the Tories, the Conservatives took 65% of the vote. Liberals got only 10%. So first of all, for those of you out there who were opposed to the Liberals and who bled <laughs> blood, sweat, and tears in order to oppose Justin Trudeau's re-election. I know it sounds like an odd thing, but sometimes victory is measured in inches. Take a bow because you kept them from getting the additional 14 seats they needed to form a majority government. So that's good. Listen, it's almost impossible to overcome the kind of momentum that the Liberals had last time. It's only happened once before in Canadian history, so that is just a very, very powerful thing. So you should uh, take a bow, uh, and that's, that's important to understand. So a couple of things that I wanted to get across. This has been a very powerful election in Canada for a number of reasons, and I believe actually in the West as a whole. So first of all, one of the really, really important things to understand about politics in the post-Christian, post-moral, Nietzschean wills of power universe is that it is just about that. It is lies, manipulation, deceit. I mean, look, the, the conservatives hired a guy in Canada to smear the People's Party of Canada as racist and all this. Like, It's just will to power. And that's really, really important because one of the reasons why conservatives keep losing is that they think that there's some moral arc to the story, and there's not. Uh, so this has really taken the mask off, you know, nice Canada and benevolent Canada and Canada the good because, of course, Justin Trudeau mired in scandal after scandal. I put a whole list of these on Twitter, and you can check them out if you want. But, I mean, it was, it was really, really crazy uh, how, how he just kept handing these scandals to his opponents. But people didn't care. People didn't care about the blackface. People didn't care that he was the only Canadian prime minister to be found guilty of four ethics violations. They didn't care about him handing out money to the Clinton Foundation, to Haiti, to flood relief in Palestine, to promote abortions around the world. While a lot of Canadians don't even have access to a family doctor, people don't care. They don't care. They don't care about SNC-Lavalin. They don't care about Admiral Norman. They just don't care about these things. What do they care about? Well, they care about continuing to get their equalization payments. They, the the uh, Unifor, the, uh, the uh, union representing Canada's journalists, uh, cheered about all of this. We stopped cheer. I mean, they, they want 
the six hundred million dollars. The the uh, mainstream media wants the six hundred million dollars. The immigrants want to continue to sponsor family members to come in and get access to free Canadian health care. And people just want what they want. And politics is an amoral means to achieve their goals. Now, there's a lot of pretty dress up and there's a lot of, you know, all this move forward garbage and all that kind of stuff, which just is testament to just how terrible the Canadian school system is that somebody can achieve close to a majority government with a vapid, useless slogan like, move forward. But there's all this pretty dress up of ethics, but ethics has nothing to do with it. Politics has been famously described as the art of the possible. What can you get away with? And yeah, you can get away with massive corruption. You can get away with telling veterans that you just don't have any more money for them and then go and spend $200,000 on Caribbean vacations. You can get away with uh, uh, Justin Trudeau spent $17,000 to fly an Indian chef to India to prepare Indian meals while he was in India. Because the guy was a was a famous celebrity chef, I think, in Vancouver. The guy was just a liberal supporter. So, you know, here's, here's a free vacation for you. I mean, it's, I mean, the guy nags everyone about climate change and his campaign had two private jets. <laughs> Come on. I mean, this is, it's all silly, right? So once the mask is off and people understand that politics is about power and about getting what you want, then we can, well, not me. I'm an ethicist. This is why I'm not in politics. Like I can see it for what it is, right? So because it's just about power, people don't care about the blackface. I mean, Barack Obama ignored Joe Biden, his former vice president, and has refused to endorse Joe Biden, but probably because uh, Obama is implicated in Biden's son's dealings in Ukraine and other places. But Barack Obama has refused to endorse Joe Biden, while at the same time, Barack Obama endorsed blackface-wearing Justin Trudeau. (laughs) Come on, it's pretty wild. It's pretty wild stuff. So it's just all about power and about what people want. Why did the Atlantic provinces go so liberal? Well, a lot of them get these equalization payments, which is a giant welfare scheme thrust on Canada in order to bribe the provinces originally into joining Canada. And Alberta is largely footing the bill, which is why Alberta and Saskatchewan are seriously thinking about getting out. I tweeted last night, Alberta is majority forest. I think it's like 61% forest. It's like, run, forest, run. So... They're thinking of a Wexit, like a Western Canada exit. And, um, you know, from a values and fiscal standpoint, you know, it's funny because they say, well, the country has never been more divided. And they sort of put that blame, it seems, on the conservatives because it's a left-wing media. The country has never more been more divided. It's like, well, of course, the country has never more been divided because you keep importing people who are going to vote liberal. And tens of thousands of expat Canadians also voted in this election because... The Liberals uh, under Trudeau had removed the restriction that you had to have lived within Canada over the last five years in order to vote. So, you know, they're just, it's just power. It's, if the electoral reform that Trudeau promised had gone through, the Conservatives might have uh, won uh, this uh, election, which, of course, is why he didn't put it through. Because, again, it's not about values. It's just about power. Once people understand the human reality that you can't get an ought from an is. Now, I've got a whole book on ethics called Universally Preferable Behavior. You should check it out. But... There's a very small subset of people who know that particular uh, 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 argument for secular ethics, ethics without God or government. So for, for the most part, there is no ought from an is. You cannot get a should from a fact. And the only source of morality in the West was traditionally Christianity. There's no other place where you can get ethics from. Why be good? Because God has woven the moral 
uh, absolutes into the fabric of the universe, and it is only as the result of divine and omniscient consciousness that we get ethics at all. There's no ethics in nature, lies, deception, rape, or commonplace, and uh, you've got uh, you know, cuckoos laying their eggs in other birds' nests just to get those other birds to feed them. In the state of nature, all is lies, deception, predation, you know, quote, murder, so to speak. I mean, animals eat each other. It's not murder because they don't have any capacity for ethics. But, I mean, if you think of this famous cuttlefish example of the male tiny cuttlefish who imitates the female in order to get close to the females in order to impregnate them. Uh, it's also known as a male feminist. But, yeah, in nature, it's a state of nature out there. I mean, uh, religion to a large degree has faded from the consciousness of the West. And certainly in the mainstream media, there are very, very few devoted Christians. I mean, it is just an amoral, mammalian, will-to-power universe. And once people understand that, then you can work within the rules of the game and and work to win. Because racism doesn't matter, corruption doesn't matter, hypocrisy doesn't matter. It's just all about power. It's all about what you need to say in order to win. Now, I think that mass immigration is a huge concern for Canadians. And if it's not, it's just because the media has hid the fact that in the long run, whites are going to become a minority and blah, blah, blah. And so if the, the frustrating thing, if the conservatives had stood on real principle, if they'd stood on real principle, then they might have lost, but they'd have lost by principle. Because it is better to lose by principle than to win by appeasement. And in this way, they didn't win by appeasement, and they didn't lose on principle, because losing on principle gives you, it's like a, a, um, a giant elastic, you know, um, uh, you, you pull it, and then ptoom, you can propel something, right? So losing on principle is how you win next time, because the next time is going to be pretty quick, right? Because traditionally, if you get a minority government, it's kind of frustrating, you got to hold your nose, and the liberal NDP, the NDPs are far left, the uh, Liberal NDP alliance is probably going to be quite powerful, but they're probably going to focus on spending, right? They want to carpet bomb cash into Canada in order to buy the election for the next round. But traditionally, you got like 18 to 24 months in Canada before when you have a minority government. You call another election in order to hopefully reestablish your majority government, which is, of course, what they want. So... The, they're going to carpet bomb Canada with spending, and much though I don't like excessive government spending, it doesn't really matter, because that money can kind of be repaid, or you know, obviously they're going to try and inflate their way out of it at some point. But the point is that they're going to be unlikely with the significant gains by the conservatives in the opposition or in, in, in the seats that they got. The liberal NDP alliance is going to be unlikely to overturn the remnants of free speech in Canada, which means... We get, I mean, it's funny, you know, this is how you measure, this is how I measure my life these days is, oh, look, I get another 18 to 24 months of most likely still having free speech. I mean, it's sad, but it's true. You know, it's like when I had cancer and and you go for your checkup, right? Uh, Every three months, then every six months and so on. And you're like, hey, no cancer. That's how you measure your life. And in this particular instance, the fragility of the Liberal NDP alliance means that they're going to focus on money bombs on the population to buy votes. They may focus on uh, extending and expanding immigration, which is not great, but they're not probably going to be able to focus on crushing free speech in Canada with the Conservatives having the number of seats that they have. So, hey, might have bought another 18 to 24 months, and that's kind of life is measured in this uh, end, of, uh, end of the West scenario. So, And the other thing I wanted to mention is that 
people in Alberta, Saskatchewan, and other places where they voted conservative, they're really hoping that conservatives are going to push back against the creeping socialism that is overtaking Canada. And historically, the facts are very clear. When people believe that conservatives can push back against creeping socialism, then they're willing to do the peaceful rhetoric political route. Uh, unfortunately, uh, when people lose faith in the conservatives to effectively act against creeping socialism, well, the population generally doesn't just give up that easily. They tend to take matters in their own hands, which is pretty catastrophic for social stability and something. I hope that you will join me in desperately working to avoid. Stefan Molyneux. Free Domain, thank you for listening. Please like and share and subscribe. Don't forget to click the notification bell. Who knows? You might even be notified.